वेलकम टू हॉप रेडियो एंड एनडीटीवी हॉप लाइफ प्रोडक्शन हेलो एंड वेलकम टू कंबैटिंग कोरोना वायरस अ पॉडकास्ट वेयर वी टॉक अबाउट द रिस्पांस टू द कोरोना वायरस क्राइसिस थ्रू आउट द वर्ल्ड इन वेरियस कंट्रीज and today we'll be talking about new zealand now i am deepak maggi and i am priyanka pant now as of recording this it has 1239 cases 1239 cases and only one death has been reported so far this is as of 9th april yeah and it's important to note right now that new zealand is a country of 5 million people now compare that to the city of delhi we were in the process of researching for this piece looking at the numbers um the official census from 2011 puts delhi's population at approximately 11 million and the un numbers i believe dipit was about the un estimated 30 million uh, by 2020 which are of course estimates but it should be around there yeah absolutely so compare you know the city of delhi versus the entire country of new zealand so obviously you know there's lots of differences there but i think their approach in how they've sort of tackled the pandemic is quite fascinating um and there is a fantastic piece in the Washington Post on the 7th of April which looks really deeply at how New Zealand isn't just flattening the curve they say they're squashing it and that approach i think is fascinating in in light of how other countries around the world are dealing with it including india right so uh, what we've seen so far in countries like italy or spain or the us where the crisis has been really bad is that the response was gradual they locked on a few things they shut off a few things they shut off restaurants then they moved to shutting off uh, you know schools and stuff like that and finally only now that the crisis it is at its worst now that they've decided to shut down the entire country so they sealed their borders and they prevented all workplaces from functioning and asked everyone to stay at home except essential service workers and they did this on the 26th of march and for four entire weeks i mean that's pretty interesting right it's two full 14 day incubation cycles in india we've done a 21 day lockdown they're in the process of a four week lockdown and they've already talked about potentially extending it in new zealand but of course that there's a flip side to that um new zealand's own health minister the person that was leading this sort of battle against the pandemic um came under severe criticism because he took his family to the beach I mean <laughs> in the middle of a lockdown while you're we telling people to stay home um he decided it would be a really good idea to take his family to the beach he then was publicly chastised he offered to resign yeah then the prime minister said that she would accept the resignation in a uh, normal scenario and this was a dereliction of duty or what not but uh, re- resigning him would actually be detrimental to the uh, effort against covid-19 so she decided to not do it however she did uh, demote him in ranking in the cabinet so he is the lowest ranked cabinet minister now she also took away an additional ministry that he had so he has been reprimanded in some way he continues to hold charge of the covid-19 efforts because of course he is the point person but he was well criticized in the new zealand press now there are challenges going forward that the washington post article also talks about new zealand is a, is an economy much that depends a lot on tourism famously a very pretty country lot of the things were shot there which increased its tourism quite a lot Now most of New Zealand's cases have been people who have come from abroad they've been able to prevent community spread for by a large margin there is very little community spread that they've had 
So essentially, the doctor that they quote in the article says that New Zealand will not be op- able to completely open up its borders until a vaccine for COVID-19 is fully made. Now that can take uh, up to 12 to 18 months, as we know. So the challenge for New Zealand now will be how to figure out what to do when it's not getting the income from tourism that it normally gets. And it will not get for another 1.5 to 2 years. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that's one of the many challenges that a, you know a country like New Zealand faces. You know, how do you decide economy versus anything else. I was reading another article um, in The Guardian, which said that New Zealand is expecting a 12 billion New Zealand dollar drop in tourist spending in just the next six months. Um, You know, many companies have zero incomes. But what do you do? You know, at this point, clearly nobody is going to be going on holiday anytime soon. So definitely, I mean, that's that's going to be a huge challenge, I think, going forward. But I think number one is you know, keeping people safe and healthy um, in a pandemic. Are there lessons to be learned from the way that New Zealand is dealing with it, how their government is dealing with it, how their healthcare is dealing with it? Definitely looks like it, according to the research that's coming out. Yep, I think it's been a, even accounting for all the advantages they have in terms of their population, in terms of their size. They've done a pretty good job of handling it. And of course, there are lessons to be learned. So that was all about New Zealand, but we like to end on a good note. So every episode, we're trying to focus on one good story around this COVID-19 crisis. And uh, today we have uh, Bhasha Mukherjee, who was the Miss England pageant winner in uh, 2019. She is also a doctor by profession, and she has recently given up her crown to uh, return to work as a doctor. Yeah, I thought this was absolutely fascinating. You know, she's only 24 years old at this point. Um, She was actually doing some charity work here in India when she heard from her colleagues in the UK talking about how understaffed they were, how overwhelmed they were with all the cases pouring in. Um, And that's when she decided to sort of go back home, you know, quarantine herself for 14 days because, of course, she's been abroad. Um, And then, yeah, return, return to duty. And I think that's so fantastic. Such a great story to hear. You know, I think at this point, we're also desperate just for some sort of good news that I think it's uh, great to hear stuff like this. Yep. And of course, with healthcare systems being, uh, you know, overloaded around the world, every doctor can help. So. Good to see. So that was this episode of Combating Coronavirus. I hope you guys liked it. If you do feel you have any suggestions about what we should cover, do let us know in the comments. Until next time, that's us.